0: all right welcome back trainers i'm your host chase with another episode of trendy happy october or stocktober as it's been formally known for the great performances in previous years okay first up we're gonna take a look at the macro you might have guessed it let's take a step back and look wider lens of the economy and large companies first amazon took a dip because the ftc is suing them for being anti-competitive we'll see how that pans out but amazon trading a bit of a discount so their stock is going on prime day all right taylor swift is resurrecting amc stock single-handedly by launching her eras tour exclusively with them and making travis kelsey more popular too because they're supposedly dating who knows but he got 900 000 instagram followers and his jerseys are selling out so anything she touches that's a trend keep an eye on that disney is lvma all their parks with a $60 billion investment over the next decade, which is a smart move because if you look at where streaming and movies are going, if it's not a big blockbuster hit with superheroes or iconic characters, it's a lot harder to make money. And while Disney has great IP, their parks are their cash cow. And so they're doubling down on that investment. Commercial real estate is at an all time low. Vacancy rates as of August have reached an all time high of 13%. And that's not a blanket statement for all commercial real estate. If you look at companies where they use warehouses or data centers those are doing fine those aren't going anywhere but ones where there's business professionals that go into the office those are going to have a tough time and then i know we've talked about the ipo market before coming back and being revitalized by arm birkenstock and instacart and kava it's not coming back as much as we thought because their first day pops are coming back down below their original ipo price and it seems that a lot of stocks are being taken private because they can achieve that funding without public scrutiny which makes the stock indices that you invest your 401k or iras in even more weighted in tech, which is not good because the AI craze has been overvaluing tech stocks and everyone's saying a recession probability is real low, but that probably means it's more likely to happen because recessions always happen when we least expect it and prices are at an unsustainably high level. And here at Trendy HQ, we've looked at a few different stats that validate that assumption. One is the Chicago Fed National Activity Index, which measures the economic performance of the U.S., has now dipped into a negative number and it's growing slower than usual. Another stat is the S&P Case-Shiller Home Price Index. Kind of a mouthful, but basically just means our home price is going up or down. And they're still going up despite record interest rates and record prices and record low inventory. Now we say all that not to freak you out, but recessions happen every decade or so. So it's best to be prepared for it and be aware of the trends happening around you. Now, let's jump into the three trends for this week. For our first trend, cybersecurity has a new acquisition on the table. Cisco is buying Splunk for $28 billion in cash. For a second trend, accounting, are harder to find than affordable homes right now which is so surprising because it's such a lovely profession for some people but not me and for a third trend and part of our assumption of a recession coming sooner than later is pandemic era savings are starting to run dry the mini recession we had in covid was quickly fixed with the band-aid remedy of stimmy checks is now starting to run dry which means we're going to return back to reality so all these meme stocks and nfts and cryptocurrencies are going to come crashing back down to earth and life is like a grindstone it'll either pulverize you or polish you depending on how you position yourself so we'll dive into these trends and tell you how you should position yourself For first trend, Cisco has announced its plan to acquire Splunk for $28 billion in an all cash deal, which doesn't truly mean all cash. They're gonna use some debt and financing to make it happen. But for some context, $28 billion is about 13% of Cisco's $216 billion market cap. And Cisco has generated about $19 billion of free cash flow in the last 12 months. So not an unreasonable acquisition, but it is a big one. And it is actually the 10th largest acquisition in history, if it goes through. Now you could still buy the stock today because that deal values its stock at $157 a share, and it trades at 146 as of today, which means investors are not entirely sure this deal is gonna go through. Now, there are plenty of competitors in this space. You've got Zscaler, CyberArk, Sentinel One, and this deal is the largest ever Cisco has made. And I think it's a strategic bet on security being a key driver of growth for the future. It will also make Cisco more competitive against rivals such as Microsoft, Amazon, IBM, Palo Alto Networks, who are also heavily invested investing in security and cloud services. Now, what are our thoughts? We think this is a great move. Cisco has the size and leverage because of its strong balance sheet and cash flow to acquire a high growth company with a loyal customer base and a strong brand. And most acquisitions I don't agree with, but this one I think is a smart move on there. I also think this is going to spark more consolidation in the cybersecurity space as smaller players will struggle to compete with the scale and breadth of offerings from the giants. Cybersecurity is a great place to invest in because it's not just a buzzword, it's a booming industry and the industry as a whole is expected to grow at 13.8 percent year over year four second trend the accounting profession is facing a severe talent shortage as more than 300,000 U.S. accountants and auditors have left their jobs in the past two years which for those of you keeping track back home is a 17 percent decline enormous now why so the exodus is driven by a couple of factors one is most of the baby boomers are retiring the salaries for accounting are low the tasks are mundane the burnout is high and the threat of new technology from generative AI could make it obsolete this shortage does pose some serious risks for businesses that rely on accountants to manage its financial processes and reporting and ensure regulatory compliance. Now, the industry as a whole is trying to fix this issue by revamping its image, using more advanced technology, raising awareness, offering more flexible and career opportunities. But it's a real concern because a lack of accountants could lead to a rise of fraud and corruption in businesses. Accountants are like the referees of the business world who keep the system honest and fair. And without them, it could become a free for all. So if you see an accountant, give them a hug. They deserve it. for third trend, pandemic era savings are running dry. US households have built up savings at an unprecedented rate following the boom of stimulus checks. And now most of those savings are depleted in the lower 80% of households by income, which those households typically have less cash on hand than they did before the pandemic. Only the wealthiest 20% of households still have an excess of savings, about 8% above their pre-pandemic level, which thanks to a rising stock market and housing prices. Now this falling savings could limit consumer spending power for the future especially as inflation erodes the purchasing power consumers have and as pandemic related benefits expire such as student loans having to be repaid back and child care subsidies expiring now the pandemic has basically widened the wealth gap because if you owned a home beforehand and had a job where you could work remotely it was great for you but if you were renting and had a job that required you to go in the office or into your field it was a big challenge and as the pandemic era savings dry up we think that means stocks and housing prices are going to fall with them Now for the takeouts, the pandemic has reshaped the world in many ways, creating new challenges and opportunities for businesses and consumers. If you look at our first trend, the cybersecurity space is heating up as threats become more sophisticated and pervasive. It seems like every week we read about a new company that's been hacked, which means cybersecurity companies are not only going to be profitable and more demand in the future, but necessary. Now for a second trend, the accounting profession is facing a talent crisis as accountants leave for other fields or retire, which means their salaries need to go up or we need technology to help Supplement that field for the gap we're facing. And for our third and final trend, the pandemic era savings are starting to run dry for most households, which is going to limit their spending power and widen the wealth gap. There was a lot of talk in the news about a K shaped recovery from the pandemic, and this is only going to become more true. So if you are in that bottom 80%, it's time to get lean, pay attention to these trends, and look for smart places to invest your money, especially companies that provide security, innovation, convenience, and value in the post pandemic era. Some of these companies we talked about today, such as Cisco is a great place to start. They pay a steady dividend and have a strong balance sheet. Microsoft, who is a personal favorite of mine because they've become a dominant player in cloud computing, software, gaming, social media, and most recently, AI. They have a diversified revenue stream, a strong innovation culture, a visionary leader, and they also offer a growing dividend, and the company has ample cash reserves. Another one is Amazon. We know we talked about them being sued by the FTC, but regardless of how that goes, Amazon is a leader in e-commerce, and they basically have sucked the oxygen out of the room for for any e-commerce player. They also dominate cloud computing, streaming media, smart devices, and like every other big tech, AI. They have a massive global reach and a loyal Prime membership base. Not to mention they have a track record of disrupting new markets and creating lots of value for shareholders. Now, disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor and I own shares of Amazon and Microsoft, so I'm incredibly biased. Thank you for listening to another episode of Trendy. I'm your host, Chase Baker. We will see you next Tuesday for Trendy Tuesday. We'll see you then. Oh, yeah. I saw you drinking that, but I don't know where it went.